You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. <laughs> buns, buns, buns. buns is a lot of things to a lot of people. For some, it's a place to find jobs or homes. For others, it's a resource for recommendations or to keep their finger on the pulse of their communities. It's also the home of the world's most vibrant bartering network. Overall, Buns is a city network, connecting you with friends you haven't made yet to get the best out of your urban living. Hello, friends. We're back with episode four of Girly Mags, where we cover all your favorite magazines from the 90s and 2000s. We're going to pick up where we left off with our October 2002 issue of YM. There was a lot of great stuff in that particular issue, so we thought we would they deserved a little bit more reflection and conversation. My name is Dee Mortimer, and to my right... Lauren Presky, thank you. And to my right... Andrea Johns. Hey, everyone. And my name is Young right. Manischewitz. Hello. Whoop, whoop. Not even waiting. My name <laughs> is Sick, on the my name is Sigmund Freud. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> aka James Holler. Uh, so yeah, welcome back. We let's had a lot to talk about. Yeah. Get into it, let's and we right can never it. shut the fuck up. <laughs> let's get let's jump right into it. Yeah, today we're going to be chatting about your biggest beauty problems. This is a quiz. The results are in from our first annual reader beauty poll. Sorry, it's a poll. When I said quiz. I meant poll, <laughs> but you knew that, guys. 1,000 of you spilled your guts about annoying zits, frizzy hair, and the real reason you wear makeup. Probably boys. <laughs> All right, we got everything. This is like the, the highlight of, a th- of what 1,000 teens have said what their biggest beauty problems are. All right, so the first one is, what stresses you out the most about your appearance? This is 1,000 girls. I, I mean, I assume it's girls. Yeah. Okay. Well, the readers of the the readers of the magazine. Forty four percent of a thousand people said their body stresses them the most out about their appearance, and only eight percent said nothing. I'm happy the way I am. That's so sad. And that is is really sad. Well, and I think one thing that's really um, amazing now about the internet, like, is all these like body positivity movements and like. you know, pictures of girls like posting their stretch marks and like cellulite and things on Instagram. Like they didn't have that prior to no. the internet. And I don't remember any bo- body positive movements except for like, you know, songs like Unpretty by TLC. But like, in t- it, I mean, you have this side by side in a magazine with like weight loss ads yeah. and, you know, yeah. things to fix your skin and like tiny, like bikini summer issue stuff. So. You know, I, I I mean, almost every expect? girl. Yeah. What do you expect from these girls that are getting mixed these mixed messages? Well, that exact, that's exactly it. And yeah. like yeah. half of this confusing. these magazines raison d'être is uh, female is is the insecurity of teenage girls. Like that's why they can advertise to you about you know how to get Neutrogena, how to get like they're so obsessed with like how to get guys to notice you. Mm-hmm. Like that they, they prey on teenage girls' insecurities. insecurities. Yeah. And I think that I mean going back to what you were saying before about like you know we have Instagram now and like one of the best things I've done recently is starting to follow like different bodies on Instagram just mm-hmm. to like kind of start like start looking at it like it's normalized. Mm-hmm. And but when you have like you know way back what like this is where girls were getting their stuff from was these magazines a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And you know like you've got this one where you've got these the articles certain articles saying like you know oh like you know don't change yourself and like you know love yourself and blah 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 but then you've got like 
an entire article based on like you know picking swimsuits for your body and yeah. like one of them was like how to cover up your rounded bottom yeah and it was just like oh wear like you know board shorts piece. or a one piece or whatever and like cover that shit and yeah. it's like it's also like on a sunday when you have like you know 30 percent of your options are like either you go work out or you call up your boyfriend and show him like you know your bikini and stuff like that yeah. there's so many things that are centered around that i yeah. hear you also it's i mean a lot of because these because there's like a pretty big lack of diversity in these magazines mm-hmm. you've got entire demographics of people that aren't seeing reflections of themselves yeah they're seeing reflections of like pretty blonde white girls or yeah. whatever and it's just like so that's what you're telling them to look like and yeah. it's so poisonous and toxic can you even think of like one celebrity from this time period who had a different body type like there was the kelly girl osborne yeah kelly osborne yeah she th- there was and the she girl from love but they made her the the, the the singer with the amazing voice from the band love or was it no love she uh heart was it Hart? I don't know. What you're it's a pair about? of sisters. Yeah, that's from the what 70s. What about love? Won't you yeah, oh, Wilson, is it Wilson Phillips? You? No, it's Hart. No, no, it's Hart. Is it Hart? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. One yeah. of them was slightly was like the, they they the one of them was like small and blonde, and one the the one the singer was like bigger. Hold on, just stop for a second. When they first came out, that wasn't the case. And they no. were both very skinny, and then when then during the 80s and 90s, that's when yeah, exactly. she gained that weight, she ga- <laughs> and then they kept trying to hide it all the time, and like. So they wouldn't let her just exist, and it like caused her to get an eating disorder. And like, well, really erasing up. bodies is not like a new thing. Like, mm-hmm. there's total body erasure and like erasure in like a lot of these magazines and photoshopping you know, and photoshopping and, the like. and like, or you know, like any kind of person that's not like that perfect hourglass shape with no stomach is just treated like you got to cover that shit up. Well, with and the other thing is the changing of body types like it's it's not been the same throughout history Mm -hmm. and if you look at advertising and you look at the media and like the industry of uh how body types are represented like it's from every decade it changes from like the 50s and like the curvy Marilyn Monroe figure to like tall like small petite like twiggy 60s kind of you know, like really petite, like Kate Moss types that happened in yeah. the 90s. And you had like the super tall kind of buxom supermodels in the 80s. Like the like 90s, the blonde, big boobs, no butts. Pamela Anderson. Yeah. 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 And now it's like big butts and curves, which they say curves are in. And it's just like, I don't know. It just changes like every 10 years. Well, I think it was Tina Fey who said that like the changing body images, like before it was like when they add something in, it's positive. But now you have to have that. Like like Beyonce's like you know thicker thighs like now it, it should be empowering but a lot of women are like okay now I need a big butt mm-hmm. and thick thighs and all these other things like it just adds on even though it's like an expanded image of what body types are sexual mm-hmm. it's women off uh, ha- now have to go for all these di- well, it's, it's the same thing it's just a different image that you have to be there there's also like an, an extreme hourglass shape that's being pushed forward even within like the body positive movement mm-hmm. it's like the and you've got the like you know the kardashian sisters give putting together like you know like constantly um like advertising shapewear and mm-hmm. this like gross victorian yeah, the corset, corset, thing. corset yeah. to like a and it's supposed to a make you like lose a weight in inches and b like reform your body and it's so toxic it's incredible to actually be living through something that that is doing that right now because like you said in the 90s it was just it was about skinniness and yeah. and and waif women being waif and and it is i don't i don't think i've ever been at a time when they've been 
you know, hyping up that voluminous, voluminous, yeah. voluminous, they, voluminous yeah. body. They take, yeah. take a weird turn voluminous too. Hair. Voluminous they take hair. like an extra weird kind of like black mirror turn, kind of like a scary technology turn. In a sense, when you when you're like messing with like Photoshop, if you go like, I don't know, I've seen a number of pictures where you can tell like the person's figure is kind of like the the background is like chopped off a little yeah it looks weird like the shit in the background is just like wavy and all that shit and it's like i don't know people are spending time doing this and it's like it's got there's got to be some further emotional impact and like almost trauma when you project that image to people and then now that's where like a social anxiety can come in because now you have to be in front of people and you don't look like that at all. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it just adds something like it skews it even further. That's which been going yeah. on for women for a very long so time, especially long. with the internet. Do you guys remember that show in the 90s or the early 2000s? And I think it was called The Ugly Duckling. Yes. And no. it was like 13 women that wanted, that were transformed through plastic surgery yeah, every single one. You don't remember no. that? It's a reality show. Oh my show? god! Yes. It got a lot of it got a lot of smackback. Like people were not okay with it, but it still. I mean, it still continued. Like you know, it still continued as a show. It didn't get canceled or anything. Well, it got canceled, but like that whole season ran, and it was just so gross. I haven't thought about. I blocked that out. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that I, up. I think, oh, people, I think people like could, might you know it wouldn't work to say like you can't you can't have plastic or like we no. stop it or like it's a bad or evil. But, like, I think people should associate it with, okay, like, you've had this much plastic surgery. You're not going to look necessarily younger. You are going to look like just someone who's had a lot of plastic surgery. And maybe maybe that's the achieved look. Maybe that's the desired goal for some people, which is And I have the generation above us, it is. Yeah. And I have total empathy for women that got fell down the fucking rabbit hole of, like, cert, like plastic surgery and now are, like, doing a lot of articles. Maybe they like it. Maybe they have no regrets. But you've got a lot of people who are just like, holy fuck, what was I thinking? Sharon yeah. Osborne is an actual proponent of, like, just like just uh, surgery she gets plastic surgery she doesn't apologize for it doesn't hide she's like this Cher is, does the same this thing. is something that bothered me about my body and I can afford to get it fixed and I'm gonna get it fixed and mm-hmm. she doesn't like go crazy with it but she's like I'm open that I've had plastic surgery I, why not I think yeah. if, if you're insecure about something but th- it's different when you when an entire sort of society makes you insecure about something for example lips like lip injections have like skyrocketed in the last like well, especially because look at the age of the women that are getting them yeah they're like the, that goes back to the kardashians again like yeah. they're leading them um, there's girls getting botox and injections in their face that are like less than 25 years old like you don't need fillers you in know, your face it's and it's funny because so we were talking about how like women are who the, the girls that read these magazines are um you know they're propped up and then they're also brought down um we were talking about kelly osborne it said what celebrity look would you want and kelly osborne was the last one at five percent so at this time clearly nobody wanted this sort of who is the number one the number one is natalie portman who has a very wayfish figure figure and they were also saying do you agree that women who have plastic surgery are gross and vain somewhat do you agree that plastic surgery is kind of scary and dangerous very much would you ever consider getting plastic surgery? No, 66%. These are the high ones that I'm reading. So it's just... Well, so, like, <clears throat> I had the unique opportunity, you know, to actually uh, see a celebrity up close. Like, a male celebrity... <laughs> no way. You? Who is considered, actually, you know, one of the hot, like, a Hollywood leading men. You know, like, the typical person who's attracted to, like, Did you see him in the gym? 
No, actually, uh, it was like through this this work thing that I did. Basically, you know, I used to uh, kind of collect people's spit from like wine tastings and stuff, and like dump it into a bigger bucket and stuff like that. Young celebrity corner. Sorry, let's go. I mean, you know, it wasn't always a glamorous life. I was. Did you list the celebrity? Who's the celebrity? You didn't. You can't say it. Why? Because I'm just not into shaming in these real life stories. Like, if I have a nice story to say, you know what I mean. But what's the story you saw? Unless you guys really want the dirt, like then. Yeah, but this is what also people read these magazines because they want to know that other people are just like us. Look, just say it. We'll edit it out if you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it was Clooney, right? Okay. Oh, okay. And you yeah. saw Clooney is like, I'm not saying he's not a handsome guy. I'm not saying he looks bad or any type of shit like that. But you, when he, when he comes up to you, you absolutely, there's no friggin' way you can't tell that this guy has had plastic surgery. And like, it's just not, that's not in the media. Like, when have you ever seen like, um, you know, that, I don't know, maybe, maybe men are kind of, um, portrayed as having plastic surgery, but like not definitely as much. not. No, no, men men are like, allowed to age more gracefully than yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think his whole shit is based on like how ate, how gracefully he's aged yeah. and shit like mm-hmm. that. But like you know, he's you had a really little help. Truth. I think also men you know are truth. allowed to have like less dramatic plastic surgeries because they're allowed to age gracefully, so they can just do a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, like it's not as dramatic as someone who like because our ideal of women is like. 25 year old which is unattainable by like you know aging but our male ideal can go up to like you know 56 yeah and you know what's interesting is that when you think about even drag culture um men in drag culture look are the ones that um do the same sort of female ideal and have plastic surgery to accentuate those things and so it's it's it is still very gendered Mm -hmm. There's also a, a like uh, here that says whose opinion matters the most to you. Your own opinion came in at 66%, boys at 14%, parents at 12%, friends at 7%, and other which I don't know what that would be is one aliens. And well, th- I only and, care and then, what my dog then, thinks of me. But then the magazine also says, you know, woohoo, we sure do love you, independent chicks. And I'm like, 66% of people are potentially considering their own opinion the most important, and their own opinion is saying, fuck, I hate everything I'm looking at right yeah. now. Exactly. exactly. I like, didn't take that as somebody being no, independent i'm like 66 people about, like 66 yeah. percent of people like girls like are totally fucking looking in the mirror and hating themselves mm-hmm. so like if i could speak on that because it's your own opinion that really counts and at the end of the day no matter what anybody tells you you're the person that's looking in the mirror every day so just are you literally quoting you the to, lyrics no, 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 of Unpretty listen, to me? Listen, <laughs> don't interrupt me for a sec because i'm just i'm just giving a shout out like i'm tuning our own horn here at girly mags People like people like us, we go out into the field, we get the views of the celebrities up close, and we're here to tell you that even somebody like Clooney, who appears to be flawless, even when you think you need plastic surgery to be that flawless, those people... He's had it, you should get it? No, <laughs> I'm saying... Okay, don't interrupt me, because when you interrupt me, it kind of throws me off, but... Sorry. All I'm saying is, he, like, it's not... It's not something that he hasn't had. He hasn't aged gracefully. It's something that he's, he's worked naturally. on mm-hmm. and he spent exorbitant amounts of money on. You know, also because that's and part he has of his tons job. of makeup on when you see him in a movie. Like that's yeah. not an attainable 
thing for everyone. Like you don't have – not even George Clooney looks like, like George, George Clooney, Clooney is what you're saying. He's he might still have a even handsome man. But he's, yeah. he's, he's you know, But definitely. he's allowed to get plastic surgery and not have it fucking pointed out every, every fucking yeah. surgery yeah, that he really gets. Yeah. No one mentions it. But you look at somebody like, you know, Tara Reid or you look at somebody oh, like slammed, fucking um, – like I, I forget her name. She was married to that Spencer dude. Oh, oh Heidi Montag. Yeah, mm-hmm. who had like all of this plastic surgery and just gets fucking sl- like shame. Like, well, it's sort of like this that, that kind of like double glass ceiling that they say where you're not attractive enough for Hollywood, so you get plastic surgery, or you've aged, or you you know whatever. Or you're a party girl like Tara Reid, and you've mm-hmm. fucked up your face because you've drank and did a lot of drugs, but then you get it, and then you're like, oh. That girl looks like she's had too much plastic surgery. Yeah. It's like this like balance of like getting plastic surgery like to make it no look like you didn't have plastic like surgery. Like there's no right answer. Like it's so like we just get fucking inundated mm-hmm. with all the ways that we're not completely perfect. Mm-hmm. And then when we like when we are shamed into doing these things, then we've done too much. It's yeah. like there's no right fucking answer. Well, getting older is hard because if, if you've based your value on being fuckable and we've placed so much value on being fuckable and once you stop being fuckable, you feel invisible. Like you have no exactly. value to the culture. Yeah. Like, and like we don't value wisdom or getting older or like the, the, our value is based on how much someone wants to fuck you and we all have to work out constantly. Like I pray to God to reach an age, which I don't think I will because I'm vain as fuck, <laughs> but like where I don't give a shit anymore, but it doesn't seem like that's possible anymore because you have to like state like, stay in shape go to the gym yeah. it's not just for health it's for it's for vanity like mm-hmm. you have to have that value of being fuckable well and i also think too like with women too there's an, like again the ageism thing like once you get into hollywood after a certain prime it's like they when they always like they always make it be like oh like they cast like a 50 year old woman in a movie and it's like a big deal because hollywood is so like young mm-hmm. there are certain roles for women like meryl streep and like people that are like but after a certain age in hollywood you're like past your prime well, like maggie Jen- gyllenhaal uh got told she was too old for a role yeah, to I be the love that. entrance of a guy who was like th- like twice her age it was yeah. wasn't it uh, in um that vinyl show that got canceled was she gonna be in that i don't know this isn't a new thing for hollywood look at you know um joan crawford and Mm -hmm. um the the old the older actresses have always done that there's always like a prime like there was a a great skit that um had tina fey and i think maybe amy schumer in it and and it was um their last fuckable day yeah it was on inside amy schumer yeah and it was about these um female actresses who are just past their prime and they were just like there was their last fuckable day the last day that they would be able to take a role where there'd be fuckable women and Mm -hmm. and so it's like it's very common in that industry but it's common everywhere Mm -hmm. and uh, and like how like in that skit like you know they were celebrating the last fuckable day because then they didn't have to give a fuck anymore <laughs> right. and it was, right. yeah, it was I good. when I, I saw Mad Max and those weird mutants on that movie I was just like say what you will with those mutants it was just good to finally see my body type <laughs> on screen dude I you know what I I don't blame you it's like <laughs> all right all right yeah there's like, and I mean, it's so sad. Like, how often do you consider yourself attractive? All the time, 3%. Yeah. Most of the time, 38%, sometimes 56%, and never 3%. Look at this. Yeah. So their comment underneath that is, we're, for, we're hoping to add a few percentage points to the first two answers by next year. Oh, is that, just cut that out. I don't think that's right. <laughs> uh, 
I, I misunderstood that. Hope, no, but like they say, we're hoping to add a few, few percentage points to like, the first two answers by next year. Right. Like, but I mean, like you're like, the fucking cause of it. Like, yeah. you're, you're the gonna cause go of down, why I'm going to go to Brazil and get a nose job, and that's how I'm going <laughs> to fucking elevate those numbers. Yeah, right? it's like, oh, gee, like, do, should I thank you for yeah. like causing all of this fucking like body anxiety, and then saying that you want to add a couple of percentage points? I, I thought this part was interesting. Boys in beauty. Do you think boys should ever wear makeup? No way. 65%. Sure. Why not? 35. That's actually like fair. Almost half and half. Was like, this, does this predate uh, the eyeliner time? for emo? Yeah. yeah it, it goss. Does. Shout out to the goss. And their <laughs> comment is next year. We'll have to find out exactly what is okay for them to wear. Just eyeliner or is full kiss regalia working for you guys? Oh dude. I wish that was the way. Oh, like, I, I wish, wish that dude. was like a trend when no, I was growing like, up. Roey loves I'd be kiss. like Ace Freely on Saturday. I'd be Gene Simmons on Sunday. You know what I mean? I'd be just, hitting the bars. I just go four to nights my, a week for I'd sure. I'd go to my office job wearing my corpse paint. <laughs> there's a, oh my god. There's also this is horrible. Which celebrities look do you think is the worst? Lil Kim at forty seven percent. Yikes. I know. Christina Aguilera at thirty four percent and Britney Spears at nineteen percent. That is a fucking wow. awful, gross question. Yeah, it really. To is. ask on multiple levels. They are I, absolutely multiple. Just like an onion, like layers, like. An onion layers of horribleness. On top Awful. of this racial bullshit, uh, what if it's your hair? What's wrong with your hair? What's the deal with your hair? Too frizzy was 50%. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's that, like we, we actually had a conversation about that the other day where like straight hair yeah. in the 90s was like a huge thing. And I have really curly hair. So does Lauren. I do as well. And I like, the same I, I remember like spending so much money on like serums and like greasy like things. And like when flat irons came out, I was like, fuck yeah. But who has naturally really straight hair except for white people? It's just white people. No. Asian. My hair is Asians. Really <laughs> I forgot about the Asian show. That's why our Asian. My hair is super quiet. Damn it. Yeah, like, my parents like used Asian. to like, 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 like blow dry my hair. My mom me used to too. like sit me down and be like, "No, you're combing your hair." Out. <laughs> my and mom like, would blow dry my hair like, and I would oh. stand there I'd and hate sing it. to myself. It's so hot on my head. I, I can relate, guys, because I have really straight hair. And then when the strokes came out with their curly hair, it's like, oh, I wish I had curly hair. <laughs> he, he actually considered getting a perm one time, and I was like, "You told me to get a perm." I know. I think you, you should still get it. But you might no, laugh no. though, but like actually, <clears throat> when the strokes came out, there were a couple elements that were cool where I was like. Whoa, like a really scrawny guy with like the scrawniest like arms is cool. Like <laughs> a guy with crazy curly hair is cool. Like what's happening? That, I was into it. I that was like, Rage Against right. Machine too. Like curly hair was like that. Well, it had to be empowering people with curly hair. My, I was joking about being feeling like I missed out because like <laughs> straight hair is usually the standard. So I was like, now it's I'm missing out. Straight hair was insane in the '90s. There's so many products like that were like geared towards like the Rachel, even like the celebrity yeah, hairstyle, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I think that, that was, Geller. that's like part of like, and that's our experience of like not let parts of our bodies in that we didn't white. like about. Exactly. Like, and then growing up and also because I am Jewish and I actually felt like I looked more Jewish when my hair was curly. So I didn't want it curly. I was actually trying to take that Jewish you know, feeling away from me, which is very interesting. Like, yeah. why did that bother me so much? Yeah. And and then when I finally decided that um, I was uh, like just gonna let it go and be straight, I felt uh, okay. You're throwing me off. So <laughs> sorry. Hard there's right a now. buzzing. There's oh, a there buzzing. Is a buzzing. There okay. is a buzzing. Do you want me to unplug okay. it? That's okay. like, there you that's go. Good. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's gone. Quiet. Okay, so let's. I'll be quiet and then do your point again. 
<laughs> um, I was just saying, I, I mean, I'm realizing now that a big reason why I was doing that was to look less Jewish. And I'm, I'm having, I'm actually just realizing right that right now as we're talking to you. And, and, it, and it's interesting that that was part of my struggle with my aesthetics. And, and then when I finally stopped straightening my hair, th- that was when I s- was liking myself more. And, mm-hmm. and, but I still see it. Women who have curly hair straighten their hair all the time. And it is, it is, that is a very Caucasian thing. And you're trying to be very white yeah. and, and deny who you really are as a Jewish well, my best my best friend growing up um, in high school, uh, her family, w- well, she was half Haitian and her dad was from Chad, but she, her and her sister spent so much money on like relaxants and like hair stuff to make, because it was like a very like, l- like early 90s look like Aaliyah and like, you know, like that kind of like straight and and I just remember like her being like, oh, I fucking hate the way this shit smells, but it makes my hair look nice, you know? And it was just like, and now she lets it go and it looks great. So. You know what's fucking hilarious when they have articles in magazines? Like, guess what? Now men have to care about like being manicured in their appearance. Oh. Now even men have to. It's like, fuck you. I know. Like men have to put in the bare minimum effort to like, back when like being a metrosexual was happening, be like, what? We have to like do our hair and like you know manicure ourselves just like, like welcome all, to the patriarchy there was this male long. this like male reaction being like I'm not doing that shit I should yeah. be fuckable like looking like I just fell out of the garbage just constantly <laughs> fuckable at all times oh, fuckable be a is man. the word of the day uh, they, I remember watching a, uh, like a documentary on um, and it was I can't remember the, I think it was called White Eyes and it was like like a group of Asian girls that were paying for surgery to make their eyes bigger. Oh, I know, like, Korea. I actually yeah. know a Korean girl that did that. It's yeah. an eyelid surgery, or they use eyelid tape, too. Yeah. I accidentally bought it in Chinatown one time when I was buying fake lashes, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And I looked it up, and I was like, this is a thing? This is fucked. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it, it was very, like, the, the because I know that there are some people that do get, like, eyelid surgery, and it's because, like, it, you know, as we age, our skin mm-hmm. falls, and it's like, it makes it hard to see. Yeah. But, I mean, with this one, it was very much directed at these girls Looking changing their Asian. eye, sha- our eye yeah. shape to look less Asian and be more white. More and it was very, di- like, Actually, very uh, When I was a kid, eyelid tape was to make you look like you were awake in class. Sensitive? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Um, South Korea actually has the highest plastic surgery rate of any country in the world. Is that true? Mm-hmm. That's, it's I interesting. That. Yeah, that is interesting. Or like also like when you're at a rave and you like put Tiger Bomb on your eyelids <laughs> and like so you stay up like you're like what? oh man I can't take any I more ease to... maybe <laughs> just give me some Tiger Bomb when I go to extra strength because that shit stains your skin. <laughs> My eyelids are stinging right now just thinking me about too. it. They're feeling so cool. Usually when you go to raves you don't need to use some weird like bomb on your eyes to keep you awake usually there's something <laughs> else you can use for that but i think with like you know with these with these like magazines and stuff it was like i have a very love hate relationship with them because like i used to buy them people would buy them for like you know my girlfriends and i would get together and we'd buy the latest magazines it's like oh the 100 ways you can use eyeliner yeah. and like all of these and it was very and i'm like oh yeah i want to learn about eyeliner but really i was like looking at the super serious articles about yeah. kids i related to who were like you know, going through, going through struggles because like, I wasn't seeing myself in any of these magazines. Like I had a very specific body type and I still do. And not seeing a reflection of yourself is like really detrimental to, especially when you're a teenager and you're going through these like super formative years Mm -hmm. and just like, it damaged me a lot. Like I still am very fucked up over it. And this is why we're going back. It's therapy. It's yeah. And I mean like it's, it's getting, I think it's 
uh, like I think it's getting better now. Um, but I mean, it's just like I wish it didn't take so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so gross. <laughs> I was gonna mention the part about bo- should boys wear cologne, but now I feel like kind of a jerk for <laughs> making it. <laughs> the funny. answer is no. <laughs> yeah, it's sixty. Why you love smells? Forty-four percent that they love cologne. when guys wear cologne. It's I so fucking gross. A lot of women, I think, still do. I have always been absolutely disgusted with cologne. I think it's offensive to my nose. I yeah. like the <laughs> smell. Perfume bothers me. I like yeah. a natural smell yeah. of a person, or I don't like that natural smell. <laughs> yeah. And I can't tell when you're covering it up. Because you just love to sniff people. That's why she's always <laughs> sniffing. I love Constantly always sniffing for sniffing your smells. for my smells. <laughs> well, and perfumes and stuff cause like fucking migraines. No, that when happens, I walk that's through me. like a perfume mm-hmm. aisle, my throat closes up. I like, yeah. can't handle it. I do have, I'm one of those people that's like extremely sensitive to like scents and perfumes. And mm-hmm. yeah, if I smell, like the other perfumes. night we were like sniffing the, uh, the magazines, colognes, and afterwards, I was like, "Oh, I feel high." Scent free. I, I feel like scent- I'm, I'm kind of like a spicy guy myself, so <laughs> I, I don't guy. even mind. I don't mind a couple splatters of cologne. You're like, a spice monkey, and it's not. I'm not doing it when I put on <laughs> cologne. I'm not doing it. I'm not going and. And, and like you know smelling kind of under my armpits and stuff going like oh no I can't go out there they're gonna smell the young Manischewitz <laughs> essence you know what I mean like it's not about anxiety it's just that I like the smell of cologne and I just mm-hmm. put a little bit on it I think it's not so it's not so I can go on are you wearing cologne right now no, oh god no, Lauren, you're you're I'm coming over to right sniff now you. <laughs> you can actually smell the essence this right is actually now because I've, I've been I've been in the country actually for two days I probably slept for three hours it's probably it's pretty gross she's right she's Okay, what's um, she's fainting? Oh my god, did what's I tell my did I tell well, my Lauren Nicole? won't be joining us for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> she's gonna be in the washroom. It's we need to resuscitate her. No, just for the record, I did just walk over around the table and I put my nose right into Rowie's pit. <laughs> and it actually didn't smell bad. Rowie, you smell like the country? Um, you smell like so a, a, a man child. <laughs> can I tell my story? I don't know if I told this on Mike. When I went to go get some cologne from uh, the store, and I went to the, sh- the, 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 the person buying thing, and I was like, I only heard about it from a Snoop Dogg song. And I was like, can I get some uh, Kuwata cologne? <laughs> and then she was like, what? And I was like, uh, Kuwata cologne? And then she was like, do you mean cool water cologne? <laughs> And I realized he was like, uh, uh, th- fresh dressed with some cool water cologne. But with I cool said, cologne. I stuck to it. Cool I was like, cologne. no, I mean cool water cologne. You just haven't heard of it. And now I am oh leaving. My oh, my God, you oh hipster. No. Four, stuck no, with it. Four stars. Stars. I was like oh 11. I was not a hipster. At this that, let me let me just give a shout out that that was sorry. That was like pre that was pre Internet. You can't go on lyrics and Did stuff. You just, you just you have to trust your old? ear, yeah. man. You I literally thought it was from 10 minutes ago. And I was like totally believing it. I was like. I walked into. I wanted some Kuwata cologne. He's too embarrassed to admit that he. It was five minutes ago. (laughs) Good stuff. All right, I think that's about it for that segment because that went on for thirty minutes. All right, maybe it'll be edited. See you guys in a minute. We'll come back with another something or something. Something will come back. We'll come back with something. Anyway, see you guys. So, what do you guys want to do today? Dude, you want to crush them all? Nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, crush you guys want to crush the ball? Like this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the way Lawsuit coming. <laughs> we're playing way too much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the way it is. Chill out, what she yelling for? All right. Lay back, 
the top. <laughs> Sorry, we just got way too into that Avril. Cause we I, were yeah. very, very Fuck into it. it. Man, Love that it. was so good. Avril is good, and she's oh, the man. main focus of this this episode. She's man. the cover girl. She's the cover girl. Certain people don't just go to the mall. They crash the mall. They crash the mall. Yeah. Stop, dude. That, that was a big thing in the 2000s videos. What was that other video that was uh, in the mall? Oh, my God. The, hey, 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 you've got yeah. the music yeah. in you. Okay. <laughs> James, not everything requires <laughs> okay, yeah. I said we remember. We're good at just one bar. <laughs> Somebody has the music in the 18 bars. Yeah. Later. Gosh, darn it. So that article is Skater. called Anything But Ordinary says she prefers baggy clothes to skimpy outfits speaks up for herself even if it gets her in trouble and would rather skateboard with the boys than trade makeup tips with the girls avril lavigne's pretty freaking cool she was famously she used to get in fights when she was on an all boys hockey team there's a video of her punching out a goalie which i would love to see when she was 10 Mm -hmm. okay can we go from the basis because i came here from a perspective of i hated all that like pop punk stuff and i wanted to be negative towards Avril but like looking back on it I love her let's pretend that Avril got kidnapped kind of and you replaced with a double when she married Chad Kruger and made that horrible Hello Kitty commercial forgive her. let's pretend that that person doesn't exist and let's exist in 2002 yeah. when she was amazing and came from her hometown of Napanee Ontario 5, population people. I'm just going to go ahead Napanee. and say we've all had a Chad Kruger moment in our <laughs> lives and maybe that's why we shouldn't Judge her. They're divorced now, right? They broke up. Oh yeah, that was a quick divorce. QD. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine running your hands through his top ramen hair? What about, oh, Mr. Oh, what about running your tongue through his goatee? Ew. <laughs> oh my god. Good thing it through a marriage. But I think, but I think it's like, yeah, I think you know, I, I came into this, you know, with like some preconceived notions about Avril, as I'm, as you know, we've discussed, a lot of us have. And um and yeah no she's like she's not bad this this article's pretty good she's a pretty cool chick pre Chad Kruger like she like yeah. that, that that Hello Kitty commercial that, well, that I, video but to be quite when honest, she tried to be a pop star was horrible but to be quite honest my previous opinion of her previous to date after reading this article was that you know that was in line with who I thought she was so mm-hmm. as a as a as a performer she presents a certain way and I don't like her music and I don't like her her sound but. She is a very interesting person that is that was actually a really good role model for, Five for young seconds. women. You don't like her music. You don't like Skater Boy. Hold he on. was a Skater Hold Boy. On. That's hate not a jam. Skater Boy. You don't I like I'm with that. you. No. I'm with you. You don't like I'm with you. I did like I'm with I'm you. With I, you. Did like I liked I'm with you. That song is amazing. I do like on a karaoke platform. I do it at karaoke. James has rediscovered the beautiful music of Avril Lavigne. Personally, I like rap music. Personally. I think I think she I think she only has one good song, but it's amazing. What's her one? Which is complicated. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Great. It's my favorite okay, song. You're alone. It's my favorite song, but it's also nobody's with just you. Just a little trivia know. here for the trivia buffs out there. It's probably like one of you. Jean Chrétien's favorite song too. Oh, no it? way! Is it's it? For wow! It's for real. I did wow. not know that. Is he alive when Avril Lavigne came out? He's oh, still yeah. alive. He's still alive. Hey, There's trivia for you. Let's find out why we love her now. Yeah. Well, she did say that in July she performed at a radio station showcase in Orlando, Florida, which turns out into what she calls a tiny riot after she criticized Aaron Carter in O-Town, who had just performed for lip syncing. The station was pissed off, but Avril has never censored herself. I'm not going to be pushed around or be told what to do. Like it or not, that's Avril. <laughs> I mean, that's great to criticize because back in the, like Ashley Simpson had an SNL thing where she was then did a little jig. 
when she was caught yeah, lip syncing. That jig was great, though. I love that. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that because I had always already felt embarrassed for her from the beginning of her career to the end. So it was just like I was just watching this ugly duckling turn into a beautiful singing We're swan. talking about Ashley It's, it's, not, it's not odd that you didn't know what to think because you were watching someone that had no idea what to That's think. That's what that it was. I was she I was, just did the dance. I had empathy with her. Well, you yeah, it dance. was like, hey, she, like, think about that moment. Anybody that even has like 1% anxiety Think of about that moment where like millions of people are just watching a technical foul I'm up. Freaking like, out just thinking about that. If you think about it, I will. I will give. I will give a, a, a prop to Ash, Ashley Simpson right now because you know that there's other artists that do that, that uh, lip sync, and she just happened to. Mariah Carey did it recently. Ashley Molly Simpson is sitting there like, oh, finally, Rowie has given me the nod, saying it's okay, <laughs> Ashley yeah. Simpson. She also well, said, I, you know, up to this point, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't have really even thought that way. But you know, we're 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 about exercising our compassion around here at Girly Mags. Yeah. So you know, thinking of new we're ways. About feeling the empathy. Also, also said she would uh, fail all her classes because she'd be throwing M and M's at the English teacher, and he'd be like, "Stop that! You have to leave the room." And then she would just take her skateboard and go skate. That's a shitty thing to do, Avril. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't throw M&Ms at your teacher. They don't get paid enough to get hit in the back of the head with your M&Ms. <laughs> she got criticized a lot by other girls. They would say, what is she doing? Because she'd be a baggy-sized 32 pants. Oh, yeah. I had 69-inch kickwear pants. I wasn't the most popular person in high school. You know, should have been, Andrea. In retrospect, for your giant pants, you should have been. Janko jeans, I was very... No, but I remember when Avril came out, I wasn't really into, like, pop punk, per se. Like, I liked Blink-182's first album, and I was really into Jimmy World, but the idea of, like, a female wannabe punk like I felt like like most of her music and things that came out it was sort of like they were trying to make her seem like a bad girl sort of like the way that like people criticize no but like the way that people criticize Lady Gaga like they for were trying taking, to be too weird or and, whatever and they were like, taking something that seemed inherent to her and just pumping it up as as you would do in that industry but, to sell mm-hmm. a certain character that was stuff. a very period of time in which pop punk was like I remember all the jocks in my school like that was like like after new metal Pop punk was the thing that all the preppies listened to. Like it wasn't cool. It was like I hate. I resented her because all the preppies listened to Blink One Eight Two and they listened to Some Forty One and all these bands. Mm-hmm. She says, "I need a sensitive guy. I would love if you could sing and play guitar and write songs. That's so sexy to me. I like guys with edge who are ballsy bad boys, but not too bad." And then she said she might be <laughs> dating someone. And then the the interviewer said she might be dating someone. He's like, he's kind of a celebrity, but not really. I don't want to talk about him and have him read it and go, what she's doing. What she doing? <laughs> Anyways, so we all know at this point, the guy she was dating was... Derek Whitby. Derek Whitby from <laughs> Sum 41. <laughs> Who's yeah. from Ajax? Woo. Where I grew up. Shout out. Ajax had this incredible moment. I was into Cereal rap, Joe. So it didn't matter as shit to me. But like I was into rap this time, Closet Monster, who are the members of her band, which she mentions in the article, there, and she says one of them, only one of the members of her band is not from Ajax, who is the group. I didn't realize one. that. Yeah, like her every background. Every member of her band from Ajax. Some forty one from Ajax. Uh, um, not by choice was from Ajax. Yeah, they had a big pop punk we moment. Had, I was not a part of it. You should have been. I started a punk band way too late, <laughs> like twenty years too late. Yeah, nobody was listening to it. She started on Some Dixie Chicks. Some people listen to my band. Yeah. Dixie Chicks. In her, chur- in her church, it, she started... Some people actually enjoyed it. You gonna let them say that, Rowie? You were in the band. Don't let me say that. I, I Some people enjoyed to. it quite For the a record, bit. I was trying to insult James, and then I was realized Rowie was also in the same band, so I immediately... 
my work. Mouth to Rowie. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean you. I met James, but it's, <laughs> I can't help it. They're in the same band, so I really fucked sorry, myself. Sorry, at the very end, she says, uh, even some 41 singer, Derek Whit. Oh, he spells his name with a Y. That is upsetting. He didn't. His parents did. And then uh, he says, like, 741 singer, Derek Whitby said uh Wibbly. said Whitley after all that they said i wonder if he's the crush you allude to clearly she told the guy the, the this is a betrayal of the interviewer because clearly she told the interviewer off mic that it was Derek Whitley but she found some Whibbly. way to shoehorn it into the article Derek can you Whitley. shoehorn pronouncing his name correctly <laughs> into your you know, Derek brain listen to this she said we finish up a shot of Avril and the guys lounging on a couch where they're feeding one another cereal and spilling milk all over the place. Like, it's, like they're fil- it's like they're filming a music video, but they're not. And they're- I think that was a photo shoot where they're yeah. like all feeding, which is a very 90s thing to do. Also just eating cereal. Like what time is this interview happening 1990s. At? The 90s was like no, this is 2002. to eat cereal because that means you're irreverent and you watch like liquid television on MTV. I also really like that um, I guess it's when she got together with like her backing band and they said once they all met it just clicked within 10 minutes of meeting avril i was like this girl's insane we're going to be the next motley crew i think that's really adorable <laughs> it's really oh, an God. overstatement <laughs> being like Mot- that would be the most fun thing ever if you got signed to a girl's band and you're like a closet monster from ajax ontario and you're like struggling and you catapulted to fame on the back of Avril Lavigne be like, we're going to be the next Motley Crue. Yeah, you're the that drummer. That has to be the most fun ever. The drummer makes yeah. like a sex tape from like one of the girls in Baywatch. I can see it. I can see it all playing. <laughs> Who out from there. Baywatch would <laughs> be? Uh, Derek Wibley sex tape? <laughs> Wibley. No, I will not. I am sorry. I am contracted to defend everyone from Ajax ever, so I will not hear shit about Derek Wibley. Talk all the shit you want about Chad Kruger, by the way. So Avril, uh, I think it's Kroger. <laughs> Kruger. He doesn't deserve a He's not Freddy Kruger. I do, I do. Before we, t- before we like turn a corner here, I would like to just go a r- little bit back here to her like description of her perfect man. You know, like right. the sensitive guy who has depth. That can sing and play guitar and write songs. Did that <laughs> call to you? Like not bad, like bad, but like not too bad. I would say like Avril, or if like any of your people are listening to this, <laughs> tweet at doing me, a personal <laughs> Tweet at me. Do you think that? Here. I want to ask you a question though. You know, Manischewitz is not an easy word to spell. Just type in so. young Manny. I'll, you know, I'll do, let the internet do the rest, honey. Okay. You know? I just want to oh make sure you made the oh, right sorry, choice. Sorry, we were talking about her band from Ajax. She said uh, they tried to put up with a, like a regular band, and she wanted her band to be around her age with dreadlocks and tattoos. Uh, uh, dreadlocks were such a thing in the early 2000s. So she said, uh, it bugs the hell of me when people say I'm not punk. I never claimed to be. I remember Avril labeling herself as a punk in our 2002 issue. When I call her on that, she says she used the word to mean a screw-up, not a punk rocker. Right. right. Good uh, this guy seems like a jerk. Dragging her the coals over that. Well, I, I, rem- I was just reading an article earlier uh, about how people really wanted Britney Spears to fail, and she didn't. It was like a Vice article or whatever. But like, they were saying like when she had her, because it's been like 10 years to date since she had her mental 
mental breakdown and had this very personal, you know, like the shaved head, like smashing a photographer. Like everyone remembers that photo. It was iconic Mm -hmm. in like 2007. And now she's like, you know, doing her thing. She has kids. She's like doing her Vegas residency, whatever. But people really like they they glommed on it. And they the same like they've done it with a lot of celebrities. And it it, was unbelievably exciting at time. I'm not a big gossip celebrity gossip person, but her mental breakdown was like catnip for anyone who follows celebrity things Mm -hmm. because we all follow shit but there's never been an example of a mental public mental breakdown like that where she shaved her head and smashed that umbrella into that window like that was catnip to people who want someone from up on Mount uh, what was that mountain Greek mythology (laughs) the mountain Mount look James it's not trivia session here (laughs) (laughs) your stupidity is showing I Where did know. your university education Sorry, guys, go? doesn't even Mount. know how to use the internet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mount. <laughs> someone who wants Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. Mount Olympus. Someone who wants someone to fall from Mount Olympus. <laughs> to like fall down from grace. That everyone got really, like really enjoyed her failing. But. No, but one of the things that's crazy is that like there's, sorry, I don't mean to sing crazy when, or say crazy when we're talking about quote unquote crazy but there's been a lot of men who have had very public mental breakdown but the media's coverage surrounding their mental like fall from grace there was like scott like the stone temple pilots guy was scott whalen scott Scott whalen everyone it's usually drugs when it comes to yeah it's like it's like drugs drugs, i think that's uh uh, robert downey jr when he got really high on cocaine and Broken yeah, into someone like else's house. Could, I, could it be couch? possible that with with the men, men's male celebrities, it's like it's not uncommon for there to be you know big drug stories. That's their fall from grace. But with women, it's about their like their ability to lose control. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it goes back Lo- to the PMA. Yeah. It's almost like the assertion is that it's men hysteria. have yeah, like exactly. it's it's drugs where women have this natural psychosis. In Hysteria, the, like, like yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like Robert Downey Jr., uh, Martin Lawrence, who was in his, in his underwear shooting a gun off into the yeah. air. That's always attributed. Well, drugs. think about when DMX women, and Hayes. It's always internal. Do you remember? Being like, oh, that's just them going, like you know, or Amanda Bynes, like that's yeah, yeah. Always, oh, yeah. Like, that was yeah. so that was sad. sad. Yeah. It's a stigma. But do you remember when Anne Hayes was found? She was wandering in the desert and she knocked on someone's door and, and they let her in. No, it was, it was huge and yeah. she was high on peyote or something. But it was really like the only thing I remember thinking cool. is how crazy she was because she was insane. And that yeah. was what I said. But if it was like if a badass like Hollywood peyote. guy, if it was like a badass like it was like Matthew McConaughey, Johnny yeah. Depp, yeah. Maybe like Johnny he had his shirt off and yeah, it was like in the desert and he's kind of like, you know, you would have thought like, oh, that dude's like so badass. He's so out you there. Know? He's hanging out with Paul uh, Hunter Thompson and he's, Paul you know, Hunter Thompson. Paul Hunter S. Thompson. Paul Hunter S. Thompson. Paul Hunter S. Thompson. Well, like when Britney, I was reading when Britney. I was reading that Britney Spears article, they were talking about remember that photo of her uh, like dropping her child and like they went all it, she was actually running away from the paparazzi. Same with like Princess Diana, she had the same thing where it's like you have a woman who has like uh, m- whether it be a mental health issue or otherwise, and they're you know hounded by paparazzi, which would probably make it worse. Like we don't know what that's like, but like if a guy does it, it's like oh he's he's going to rehab, like you know he's on drugs, like it, let's all feel sorry for him but for women it's like what the fuck are you doing like you're a mother well and also i think that you've got like i mean when you when you're talking about like the the perpetuation of stereo of female stereotypes it we're already seen as that like too emotional to hold off it's too emotional to do this pms all this stuff and it's just this revolving door of toxicity and then 
somebody does have all of these feelings that you've perpetuated on them saying like women are always so emotional and then they have that emotional reaction and then it's we have a com- then we're then we're hating the fact that they are fulfilling that destiny yes. that we've put on what? them yes yeah. and it's just so it's so toxic and i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna sit here on a high horse and say that i didn't you know totally read all of those you know paparazzi stories of and course. like and watch that mental break and like watch it with this like weird sick fascination it was with an awe it was with you an know awe, that but you know toxic. what but you know what like it's it, I all I think now is like you poor girl like you yeah. just mm-hmm. so, she just looked so exhausted it was such it a humanized goldfish. her yeah. to me when I looked when I was watching it I was like you are suffering right now and yeah. you're feeling things her she's husband in a, was and a and she's piece in, of shit scumbag and she has these kids and she's overwhelmed like at that point and she's she in a and she's in and a goldfish clearly. bowl like yeah. and everybody can see her can and she just can't have she can't have this moment to like be not okay without people being like and then people are like oh well you've got all this money and you're all and you're privileged and blah 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 and i'm like yes and also Celebrity that doesn't mean that it's you int- can't that you don't have these really complicated conflicting feelings and these really like emotional feelings right? so why'd she have to go make things so complicated <laughs> throwing it back to avril <laughs> no but one of the things too is <laughs> that a lot, the, a lot of a lot of a lot of the people that grow up in that there a lot of them like we forget that she was I don't know, 15, 16, and she was on Mickey Mouse Club and everything before that, too. Yeah. So you're growing up in this, like, well, you're growing up in that sort of limelight, and then you become an adult, and it's like, oh, now you're too slutty. We want you to go back. Miley Cyrus did the same, like, they they treated her sort of the same way. Like, oh, you were 16 when you were on, like, Hannah Montana, but now you're an adult, and but you you need to not, like, get into your... The giant difference was she had kids, and that's when everyone turned on Britney, that she She's from the South. The article called her a swamp But I think that, like... (laughs) I think oh, that no. it's. No. Wait, they said she's a girl from the swamp. Oh, man, so I'm from the south, but swamp she's is a weird New Orleans. Word. I think that all of this comes down to the idea that, like, this idea that women can't be these complicated people with, oh, like, a layering, uh, like, with that are like layered and complicated, and you know, have all these feelings. Like, they can't be that because mm-hmm. it somehow makes other people uncomfortable, and it's just like it's just so not a thing I like. Same. <laughs> it's right. awful. I think we've covered it all. By Wait, Rowie has a story Avril. about the Mickey Mouse Club. Dude, this is like 30 minutes. So. It's okay. We can right. cut it it's out. Just, it's Half very, it's very, very short. Anyway. It's very, very short. But this is actually, I know I have like a lot of really weird celebrity stories, but <laughs> oh, when God. I was when I was 16, this is Rowie's celebrity dated, corner. I dated uh, like a girl who was like one, uh, one of the Mouseketeers, right? Nice job. So we were like, we we're pretty tight. And I went, I was like, I visited her a couple times. She lived, she actually lived in Orlando for six months out of the year. And so I went and visited her a couple times. And this one time we went to the movies at night and we ran into Christina and Brittany. Honestly, they were four, I've never heard this story. They were fourteen. <laughs> they were fourteen years old. Like honestly, just kids, right? And they uh, um, was a girl who I was dating. Like probably shouldn't say her name. Don't, Don't say her name. Okay, let's, Av- uh, the girl. Okay, let's let's just cut that. Christina Smagulera. <laughs> the girl that I was dating, she introduced me to them just like you know here's some friends like that we're, like we're working with and everything and I just remember them being like just like kind of laughing being shy being like these just being a girl kids, at 14 you know? being a 14 like, year old oh, yeah and 
like you kind of you know that that to me i feel like influenced a lot of the celebrity stuff that i would see because you know you'd see like well, humanize them for you yeah, yet it again makes it a little sadder I hold think. on but you know you can think of you can think of that memory and just realize that you just you go back like everyone was a kid like that everyone at some point had innocence even if yeah you absolutely I have known you for like 10 years and you've <laughs> never told me this story. Who are you, Forrest fucking Gump? I, was I can't believe podcast, you've never told man. me this story your entire life. I've been waiting for Girly Mags forever. I also met Brittany Mags. and who? Who was the other one? Christina. They're on first name basis. And Brittany and Christina were hanging out the same time. They would see a movie the same time. How is this <laughs> James possible? is going yes, total fan right, right now. I got more, guys. I wait, think that, I, I also think that like, I mean, now that we've, I mean, we, we're, you know, at this point, going through a time where like it's becoming more um like more important to talk about mental health Mm -hmm. and back then we didn't like i mean i'm not even talking that long ago we're talking 2002 where it wasn't a big thing Mm -hmm. for people is like including like you know people men men or women it wasn't it wasn't you know like a big thing to talk about their mental health like that Mm -hmm. wasn't a conversation we were really sort of having yet as in the same way that we're having now so i think that like all of those you know um public you know mental breakdowns that we were seeing or people with drug problems or people you know like having obvious like problems in their life we just we were we were just watching it like it we weren't actually talking about what was going on now in the way that we are now i need a mental health break because that just blew my fucking (laughs) mind that (laughs) roey met christina and fucking Brittany and never told me we're gonna take a break while i fucking i put down my microphone and i and you did that and i'm like fuck i broke the microphone Well, I try and piece my mind back together that Roey met Brittany and fucking Christina never told me. Everything a break. And I try and get you guys to put your seat in your pants back on. Everything a break. Jesus Christ. What a fucking revelation. And we're back. Uh, so we'll be um, final final part of this uh, this episode. Uh, we'll be doing a quiz. It's a yes and no a yes or no quiz, and it's how much do you love yourself? Roses are red, violets are blue. How many things do you dig about you? Follow this flowchart to see how sweet you are on yourself. So I'll be reading it, and um, and Andrea will be giving the yes or no, and we'll figure out where she lands. Yeah. Where we all land, because we're all going to have opinions about it. But mm-hmm. final answer, we'll go with Andrea. Okay. Obviously, I'm not taking it because I love myself so much. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm not taking it because I fucking hate myself. <laughs> I might land somewhere in the middle. Okay, so to start, he doesn't call after date number one. Do you figure it's because you did something wrong, yes or no? Yes. I also would answer yes. I would too. I would answer there's something wrong with him because (laughs) I'm empowered. (laughs) I'd probably think I like said something weird or like, I don't know, had food in my teeth. Well, now no one would call. They'd just (laughs) message you on the messenger. I know. As someone who has like a ton of people who never called her back, I would absolutely think it was something (laughs) I did wrong. If he (laughs) called me, I would be like, this guy is 80 million years old. Or he's just a crazy person who has like a flip phone like he's a drug dealer. I would called me. I I would think it was Norm. <laughs> uh, so you said yes. Okay, so you rarely feel good about your accomplishments. You'd only pat yourself on the back to swat a fly. No. No. When I put can on my t- pants, I'm like, can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. 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 No, we it's can great. talk about we it. We can talk no, about it. it. Uh, a big thing when I had like my former life, when like say me and Roe <laughs> were in our band. In your past life? And me and Roe's past relationship, we were in a band together. And uh, I, one of my biggest regrets 
was uh, not measuring the achievements we had, like not celebrating the mm-hmm. moments that were really good because we were always like looking at someone else who was ahead of us who were like, what's the next gig? Who's doing better than us? Mm-hmm. And like not taking that time to be like, this is really fun. This is really good for us. That's why when we recorded the first episode, I got a champagne <laughs> for this thing because you got to be in the moment and enjoy what your accomplishments and not just be constantly looking forward. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Celebrate your achievements, however big or small. Like it could be like, oh, I went to the gym on a Saturday morning, which I never do. Like it doesn't doesn't matter if you're gonna like get into your amazing bikini for the summer like the fact that you did something different or like you know I mean you I, feel, I feel that every day I come to this podcast you don't have to <laughs> pat yourself on the back something. for every human yeah. like thing or you swat do any flies like, that's hopefully crazy. I'm not that stinky that I just have flies running around me <laughs> you guys <laughs> like out there you guys out Charlie there Brown. You should Google this term slacker rock speaking of the 90s <laughs> and just like throw that on and like Go and look at your dresser drawer from afar, run up to it, open it, put on your pants. As soon as your pants are on, you know, like have a glass of champagne and just celebrate <laughs> it. Don't celebrate every little <laughs> shit you thing. do to stay alive. You know what? No, I disagree. If things, I get guys. myself, if I'm in a fucking shit mood and I get my ass out of bed to go to the bathroom, I'm like, sweet, I got out of bed today. <laughs> no, but there's something fucked up. It was like childish where like people expect respect for doing the bare minimum to keep themselves alive. Like you don't have to celebrate everything you do. Like that's just like your adult responsibility as an adult. You don't um, need praise for that. But... Take the time in your life, like, because it's, it's probably going to come to fucking nothing. Look, whatever you're doing, <laughs> probably going to be unsuccessful. Fuck. You're not going to be Oasis. You're not going to be the president. So just enjoy the process because it's all going to turn to shit. Just contradicting yourself. But what I, what I was saying was I have, like, pretty fucking dark days. Mm-hmm. And if I, get out, if I get, a, get out of bed and, like, brush my teeth on some days, it's yeah. like I've done something. Tell like, yourself that, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. but... I, if, I don't know. If truly no, totally, in the big picture, yeah. it's going to amass to nothing like you say, James, then only the little things like putting on your pants really matter. Actually, because exactly. when you put on no, your pants, right. you yeah. go outside yeah. and you have pants on and you don't yeah. get arrested. Exactly. Feel good about <laughs> yourself. You should feel good about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm in, a in member your defense, of society. James did not put on pants at all yesterday. So I, you know what? I fucking hate <laughs> I pants. wore pants. I my friends, my <laughs> friends will say like if I, any day pants. that I don't have to wear pants is a good fucking day. <laughs> I right? hate pants. All right. This in my defense, no those were Adidas track pants from the eighties. They're, are you wearing pants right now? Right now i'm wearing jeans okay yeah. good shout out to boxer briefs <laughs> not wearing overalls i started wearing boxer briefs tommy boxers okay so you said no um so it went to, okay so uh all right a friend makes fun of your favorite flowered shorts that friend's a fucking dick uh do you think she's the one with bad taste not to mention bad manners absolutely yes yeah, i i do have a pair of, of sunflower shorts that i absolutely love yeah she James ba- wears them sometimes. she barred me from nice. wearing them for a while because i wore them too much <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, guys? Don't make fun of people. It's such a douche move. Yeah. Don't do it. One it's of so your, fucking awful. Yeah, like you can make fun of people. Just don't make fun of their insecurities. And their yeah. clothes. As like, long as it's in good fun, you can all make fun of people. You know what? Yeah. If it's a consensual thing where everybody's in on the joke, that's a different thing. Yeah. But if you're like, if I walk up to like Andrea and I'm wearing, I don't know, fucking tearaway pants and she's just like, <laughs> oh my God. No, I'd actually be like, where'd you get joke. those pants? <laughs> I, I know. I was, you know what? It was the first thing that came yeah. to mind. I don't know why. Mainly because I don't want to wear pants oh. and I want to tear them off all the time. Why tearaway pants? Pants was that more was work yeah. than it just was. pulling <laughs> off your pants. But like, they were so in. I wanted a pair so hard. Buttoning them back up was so fucking annoying. Like you'd yeah. be like, oh, "I'm going to track day," and you like tear off your pants. 
<laughs> then you have to like sit there afterwards like boop, boop. I totally I totally <laughs> did that I would uh, by myself I'd be wearing tearaway pants and I thought they were so fun to rip off could you get them in one rip <laughs> yes that was I a did big problem it, with took, it pants. took pr- it took practice but you're, I I persevered you're the biggest <laughs> fucking loser if you go to tearaway your tearaway pants and you don't get them all the way off you're a fucking loser that <laughs> happened on the first couple of tries and then I got them all the way off and I was just like fucking sweet my mom's just like language <laughs> it also sucked to lie in your side on tearaway pants so there's a bunch of like hard ass buttons, buttons punching in Let's your just, leg we'll, we'll all agree that tearaway pants were like James Awful Stone and amazing at the same time yeah, yeah. I feel like you guys want me to get I feel my like pair of would like them the best because like you're very passionate Hold about on. not liking pants exactly. they're the perfect pants for someone who hates pants exactly they're yeah. awesome where did he go he's going to put on James is actually pants. going <laughs> <laughs> to his James is going to put his tearaway pants on oh this is and then he's going to rip them off okay well we'll move on to the next question yeah okay James dips into his collection of swag so that so that girl's a fucking douche Okay, James, is that this is actually on Instagram? I can't wait to see this side of James' leg. No, we need to film this and then put it on Instagram. No, just film it. If you can get him off. First of all, he's putting them on with his shoes on still, which we all know is very frustrating. Family show. He has pants underneath. Back up a bit. Back up a bit. One shot, one kill. All right. That's what his name was in high school. Wait, do it. Do it right by the mic so the people at home can hear. Can hear the swoosh? Find a drum roll on I it. I don't have a drum roll, so I'll do um. All right, here. <laughs> James is a fucking loser. James is a oh, that wasn't. He still has three buttons. That was a solid. James is a loser. He didn't even get a rip on the very top button. Okay, wow. a that was a solid seven out of ten. It just went right past the knee, which is a fail in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. B he actually, I think he like ripped the pants entirely. Yeah, I saw buttons fly off. I think I might have broke a button. Well, there you go. You want to play in the school band next year, but your friends think it's lame. You need new friends, dude. Right? Do you do you stand up for tuba time anyway? Tuba, tuba time. Tuba time. <laughs> um. You know, I'm not much of a band geek, not to, not to down on band geeks, because I think it's amazing if you play, but I was never, like, that much of a musical person. Well, then, but, but what this were is you your into? desire. What were you into? Like, writing. So, and, yeah, like, so, like, let's like say there's, there's a, like, writing a writing club. club. Yeah. Oh, no, I would definitely do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody's seen the movie American Pie, according to them, <laughs> the band geeks are the low-key, wild, wilding out Dude, people in I, the high schools. You know I what I mean? They just go tenor crazy. saxophone <laughs> at an yeah. all-girls school. Oh, yeah. my God. You, you played the saxophone? Yeah, Oh, my God. Those chuckles tell a lot, D. No, you know what? My gran- my grandfather had a had a saxophone, and you know, luckily, like it was the one that I got. Like you, basically, you you at the very beginning of the class, we had to put in like you know the top three instruments we want to play. And I had to do the same thing. Yeah. What did you pick? I picked. Okay, so I picked drums first. Me too. Yeah. And then I picked um the saxophone. Trumpet second for me. And then I picked trumpet. And then I picked trombone, and I got yeah. trombone. Nice. I got uh, my wow. second pick. My school, my school is trom- too poor Ro- for a for a for a. <laughs> Rowie works program. at a music school. Can you still play the trombone? Oh, if you still no, play 100%. the saxophone, I can still no. play. Did you ever play Baker Street? <laughs> no. If you, <laughs> ever, need, if you ever need a job, <laughs> that's your. Let's like. D, if you ever need a job. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I still. You know we what? When I was when I was um, when I was moving out of my parents' place and I was like going through all my shit and throwing a bunch of away a bunch of stuff. So many reeds. So many saxophone reeds. How got heavy out. is a saxophone? It depends on I've what. Never like, held there's one. a billion different saxophones. So there's like the uh, the the uh, the really small one. So yeah, the tenor is like just above a baritone. Kind of. And the you have the size. alto, and then you have the um, soprano. The soprano sax. Is like, the do, soprano your, sax do your arms get tired? Roy, can you stop mansplaining saxophones to us? 
No, you know what? They were. It was like you. They have like a. You have like um like a neck like a clip. Oh, or whatever. okay, okay. So, so you're so not, it's not just, just holding you're not it. just holding it. Yeah. I think I've seen way too many like jazz videos where somebody's on like the street corner going like. That I was be such. I was. Strap. I was such a bad student though. Like I was. I was. A, well, I shouldn't say bad. I was a mediocre student just for random reasons that have no Can't. relation to music. But I didn't have like I couldn't. I never started playing well. Like I was never first saxophone. I was like always <laughs> fourth. Maybe she'll make a noise. But, like, <laughs> it was never it was never like Don's first saxophone and I also joined stage band which was um like jazz style like swing style playing playing instruments That's cool. I like I left the first like it's different it's absolutely a different style of playing and I could not get onto it I was just like I want notes to end where they're supposed to end and with that you have to actually be listening to the music to like kind of it's like a swing and it's yeah I just could not You're get the onto it second person in my life that's met that I've met that's played saxophone so good can, job. can I ask any listeners who are in school to just like if you have a male professor just to like put your hand up and like if he's like in a lecture like could you please stop mansplaining this to us <laughs> oh you should be doing that always <laughs> yeah, a male professor especially I, if they're talking about saxophone speaking of mansplaining yeah. <laughs> can I just man child explain something to you for oh, a second here yeah I would just like to add that above the soprano sax, there's a higher registered sax that's oh. called the sopranino. Okay, guys. Ooh, wow. I'm really glad. I'm really I didn't glad know you that. listened to my wisdom, and now you're better for it. We <laughs> didn't have that one. We had we got as high as soprano, so I never knew. Is even it like knew. the size of a banana? <laughs> no, it's like you know what it looks like. It looks like kind of like an oboe, but like it's it's obviously not one. But it's got like the full. I think it's got like the full saxophone mouthpiece. Oh, okay. But it's, it's evident that so everyone it's like here a recorder. is very musical, so we're gonna start a girly <laughs> mag like band side project. It's like a little baby. Sounds like a dope band. <laughs> okay, so can we cue in New York's all right if you like saxophones? <laughs> so you're still going to do the writing club, mm-hmm. even yes. Th- that's good because that friend is obviously an asshole. Yeah, a lot of so, lot of shitty friends. You which just, happens in high school. Yeah, totally. You just found out you made the cheerleading squad. Do you call everyone you know and tell them the news? No. No. Well, wait, hold on. You First don't of celebrate all, your accomplishments. No, wait but like, d- just put yourself. You have to like, put yourself in the position no, that you achieved, not by accident. I. Don't know. I made the basketball team in seventh grade, and I wasn't that stoked about it. I was like, "Fuck! Now I have to go to practice all the time. I'm kind of lazy." And then I regretted it. So. Also, do you brag about your accomplishments? Do you call everyone, or is it something you just like? You called everyone when you got like awards in like university. So it doesn't it have to be like bragging when yeah. you're talking about it as an accomplishment. That's not bragging. So no, it's excitement. I think I'm I'd deeply <laughs> ashamed of everything in my life. <laughs> I, I think I'd be more like, "Hey, we're having a pep rally this weekend, which are huge in the states. Uh, I'm going to be on the cheerleading team. You should come." Oh wait, you? She would use so, it as a selling you know point so yeah. you are a hollaback girl <laughs> thank you uh you do just you felt do it you right. have no. to be like it do you have to be right. extremely insecure in general in life to at some point just kind of not be into someone constantly just telling you about like all of their accomplishments like i'm Especially not really sure i'm a fucking loser and i'm just like Ugh. i don't know i brag about girly mags a lot maybe it's maybe that's what I'm i was thinking person. i do like, too maybe maybe I, was I, thinking, I was actually more. comparing girly mags in my head when she said cheerleading yeah. you know yeah. why don't you talk about it as your girly mags and your guys yeah. I, 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 I didn't want to bring us up on the mic so but can good. we all stop getting drunk and inviting people to be on the podcast because we need <laughs> to stop doing me. that <laughs> Um, okay, you just found... Oh, no, wait. So you said no, right? Mm-hmm. A group of girls start laughing as you walk by. Oh, this is a I fucking hate nightmare. That. Oh, I hate that. I still feel oh, insecure about it. Always. All right. Even you, as an uh, adult. I don't even know where this question's going, but I can answer. This yeah, is but. like speaking to my fucking 
trauma. Right. A group of girls <clears throat> starts laughing as you walk by. Do you automatically think they're giggling about you? Yes. 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 100%. 100%. No, I seriously, I walk past like like high schoolers and like high schoolers are giggly. Like they're like, you know, immature and laughing about whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't know if they're like showing each other something on their like Instagram and I literally be like, they're talking shit. That's a real thing that happened. Like I it's was, an actual, it like, took me trauma, a really but, long yeah. time to actually move away from that. Like I'd say only mm-hmm. recently and I'm in my totally. mid to late thirties. Have I now when I hear people laugh, I, I actually am curious. I'm like, what are they laughing about? They're probably having a great time at whatever they're doing. What's and it good. has nothing to do with me mm-hmm. at all. Do you think yeah. it makes you a narcissist what? to think that the, like people, People like care or think enough about you that they would be no, like. No, I think it's no. more about well, storytelling. No. When I was younger, I used to dress really crazy all the time. So whenever I walked past anyone, they were laughing. It was ninety nine percent about me, <laughs> and then it would usually involve an F word that uses to describe a oh, someone of a yeah. I think mm. I, there's narcissism and narcissists are very specific groups of assholes, yeah. and it, this is very much rooted in yeah, anxiety. anxiety. It's not a. It's not a mm-hmm. thing. Like it's not. There's no pride in thinking that people are laughing at you. Yeah. Like unless you're doing something funny, funny but, yeah. Yeah. but there's, but with like narcissists, like narcissists, there's very much like a total pride thing going on. And it's like, yeah, but do you not love yourself? If I guess you don't love yourself. If you assume people are laughing at you when you no, walk you by don't. them. Yeah, no, it's no. an insecurity no, thing. For sure. And the thing is, is Sorry, that this, I just always this, assume they're the, laughing at me. And then this is, this question was very much like, you know, a group of girls start laughing as you walk by and they, like, they could have just, basically as you're walking by said something funny and that's mm-hmm. what they're laughing exactly. about but my brain tank is going right to yeah. the part where it's well, like what of, the fuck am I doing wrong I yeah, or what am I wearing or like that. well like, even think if we're all like hanging out in the alley like smoking and we say something funny and we giggle and someone walks by they probably think the same thing like it's Absolutely. just sort of like a, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm actually cognizant and aware that they probably feel that way yeah. but a lot yeah. of this stuff like we all know you know this this kind of culture it breeds like that vibration of self-consciousness yeah. so you're like mm-hmm. constantly operating there and like no matter what sand you hear it's like a dog barks and you're like the dog doesn't like the way I smell we've clearly established that the way you smell everyone likes it (laughs) well Lauren does but not everybody has the same you know reaction to my the the YM pheromones you know what I mean so this this quiz is actually done now it so is? yeah, okay, but they have answer? like they have like a really good question. It's like, can you name three things you love about your bod in thirty seconds? Can we all answer that? Yeah, three things you love, love about, about your, your bod in in thirty seconds. Does my hair in thirty have... seconds? They give a time to it. I think that's really interesting. Um, I Start the timer. Like my boobs. I like my calves <laughs> and my eyebrow agility. There you go. I like my boobs as well. Um, I'm starting to like my ass and I like my tattoos. Good for you. I like my, Jesus is hard. Um, <laughs> I like my height. I like my, shit, I had a good one then I forgot about it. I, 20 ankles. seconds left, James. <laughs> Damn it, I'm running out of time. I hate myself. I like my dick. <laughs> <laughs> of course he would say that. Well, on, you, that's only two. two. You have another yeah. like 10 Fuck, seconds. Fuck, I don't left. know. I hate myself. There you go. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Uh, no, you have to say three and you have, you have to say three. three. Oh, 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 I remember what I like. I have a really good sized nipples. They're like not too <laughs> okay, big on the floor. Right. Okay. Dude, we can put uh, them okay. on Instagram. No, that's great. That's okay. great. We should put them on Instagram. I will put them on Instagram. Okay, too hairy, but. Three. Um, like, so my question is kind of like, is dick and balls one or is that two? Oh, that's three. That's, that's three. <laughs> right. Okay. So there you go. Andrea? Oh, oh shit. That was record time. <laughs> I like my boobs. I like my hair and I like my tattoos. 
There you go. Nice. We did it, guys. Yeah, awesome. in under 30 seconds. So no one tell said they loved their vaginas. That's odd. Um. Yeah, that is odd. I but want, but there's <laughs> there's enough to go around. <laughs> is it because you have an antagonistic relationship with your vagina, yeah, where like exactly. once a month it betrays you and like causes you all maybe? Pain? No, but that's actually a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I yeah I don't like my my reproductive organs <laughs> for like a week every month. Yeah, same. <laughs> that's what I love. So them. <laughs> the so the answer to this uh, to Andrea's question is part time lover. Part-time <laughs> lover. Is that a song? That yeah. Oh, it do we really need to hit your do do white, do do loud oh, version I love of that song. song. Do 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 Let's put it on after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll bring it up. For bring it up, and I'll, I'll read this, and then you'll play yeah, the song, because that is actually an excellent song and a great way to end the podcast. It's great. From the Ooh, I just realized Part-time Lover sung to schools out for summer. Part-time lover. Okay, so part-time lover. Most of the time you feel like an American beauty, but your ego could occasionally use some miracle grow to fully blossom. Maybe you feel less than psyched about your bod, your boy situation, or your singing ability. It's normal to get down on yourself sometimes, says Dr. Shepard Look. But who needs it? Take charge of your attitude. Whenever you have a self-bashing thought, switch gears and come up with five things you dig about yourself. Mm, That's good advice. It is good advice. That's sure not only to cancel out your cold pricklies... But also to put a few warm fuzzies in your ego bank. Nice. Oh. Another way to spice up your inner love life: write an, write yourself a note about the cool stuff you've done or a way you've helped someone out. Tape it to your tape it to a place you pass by every day. This is really good. It's pretty like good your advice. Cl- like your closet door. After all, you shouldn't need someone else to remind you that you're awesome. Amazing. I have a um, post-it on my mirror. Um, that has that's like just a little pick me up, and I also have one on my door as I leave saying "Stop apologizing." And that's good. That's good advice. And yeah. they're like affirmations, like daily things that you tell yourself until they become. Yeah, and I have friends that like their their New Year's resolution is to like have a jar, and then they write down something. Like whenever they go through something happy, they write it down and they put it in a jar, and then at the end of the year, it's just a jar full of happy things. That's, I love that's that. That's a good idea. Yeah. So that's like, nice. I'm taking this to mean that I should like post a picture of you know my nutsack on my bedpost, <laughs> basically. So you every day are I wake beautiful. Up, I wake up and I'm no like, what they say. <laughs> Look <laughs> at my balls. <laughs> Lauren is like, I need to Instagram her face right now. She's dumbfounded. <laughs> You're just saying, don't you bring me down today to your dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. And thanks for all the great feedback we've been getting. Um, it really means a lot to us that so many people are enjoying this. Review us on iTunes. Do <laughs> a review. But only good. a good one. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter. At Follow Girly us on Mad. Instagram. So our next uh, our next issue that we will be covering is another twist winner. Um, our cover girl is Mandy Moore. We'll be learning more about how important she finds friendship. It's a lot. Um, we'll also be talking about Spoiler Eminem. Alert. Eminem and how he gets emotional. So we'll be talking about some some feelings. And uh, we'll be talking about Destiny's Child, who might be breaking up. Again. 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 for the first time. Yeah. This is the June 2001 issue of Twist. So I can't anyway, wait, guys. I can't That's wait. That's exciting. I can't yeah. wait to be there. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to sign off now. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Love you. Goodbye, Love you guys. everyone. Bye. Young Man Shevins. Goodbye. Girly with a Y. Girly Mags is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, home for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. 
Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via Apple App Store and Google Play Store.